0: Welcome to the Clovis Sports Report Podcast. We're here at Clovis North. I'm Paul Metters. I'm here with Austin Kemp, where Clovis North and Bullard played a doubleheader in a great evening. Um, the reason why it was a great evening is because uh, Fresno State legendary coach Bob Bennett was honored tonight um, here here at, the, at Clovis North because Jeff Prieto is his grandson. And... They surprised um, Coach Prieto, and uh, I mean, we'll we'll get into all this stuff, but it was just a great night. They surprised him by honoring Coach. I'm here with Austin Kemp. We're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff. So, Austin, uh, you know, we were here for the second game when they surprised Coach Prieto. Uh, Both teams wore number 26 jerseys. that said Bennett on the back. Um, There there is a nice um, poster on the outside of the fence of coach Bennett uh, we know what 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 he's he's famous for obviously a Fresno State legendary coach 88 World Series led him to a 91 World Series as well um Austin how do you how do you summarize this night on a, on a day where um, you know Clovis North and Bullard split their games Clovis North won the second one um yeah what what did you see tonight what did you what did you like out there yeah I mean just going back to the
1: Bennett stuff I mean that's if you're gonna honor someone like that this was the way to do it they, you're not you're not going to see a better a better effort from someone from a from a program honoring someone, and then to mention not to mention that there was a bunch of past Fresno State players there in the stands and and supporters of Fresno State baseball that came out and watched. But it was a, just a really cool atmosphere. And then back to like the actual baseball happening. Uh, the that second game after after the whole Bennett stuff happened. That was a game that. Clovis North really needed to win because yeah. they, they had lost to Bullard about, I don't know, ten days or so ago at Chick Chansey. It was like nine nothing. And then they dropped the the first game six to five in extra innings. So it was good to see Clovis North put it together in that in this third game against Bullard and and come out with a win with by a strong effort on the mound
0: by uh, Kyle Jimenez. Yeah. We saw a lot of him. What did you think of Kyle? No, he looked good. Like um, you know, we, we were behind home plate. Uh, For for most of the game and sometimes for me it's tough to judge how well a kid is throwing when you're behind home plate. But then I got to the side in the last inning and he looked good. A little bit of a funky kind of a delivery. A little deceiving. I think he tired out. He actually was going, going for the complete game. He got two outs and two outs in the seventh, and then he hit a guy, and then I think two more hits, and yep. and uh, they brought in a freshman who we'll talk about in a little bit, and he he got a he gave up a hit and then gave up another light drive, but it was snagged by the second baseman to end the game. But yeah, he looked good. I mean, he had a you know threw a, a good amount of breaking balls. His fastball was good enough, and didn't walk too many guys. Um, we but I also want to mention guys too. That um, later in this podcast, probably just in a few minutes because we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about the game. I actually had a conversation with Coach Prieto, about a six-minute conversation we're going to play in just a few minutes here on the podcast. So we'll get all of uh, Coach Prieto's thoughts um, about the day and, and honoring his granddad and all that and talk about the game and what to look for coming up in track. But yeah, I mean, I felt like Clovis North, you're right, Austin, really, really needed this game. I think um, they're going to be right there. I think we got them ranked fourth, right overall. Fourth, yeah. Coming coming into this week, we had them ranked fourth. Okay. So obviously they can compete with anybody, and once league starts, we'll we'll get a really good idea then of of where a lot of the our track schools land. But now, Buller's going to be playing Memorial right a few times well, in the I mean, league. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think
1: they play till the last week of the season. Okay. So it's like that'll be a while before those two teams play.
0: Yeah. Um, but like like you said, there's
1: there's four or five legit teams in D one that can pretty much beat anybody on any day and kind of back to Jimenez for North I was talking to coach Prieto before the season and just kind of asking oh who's going to be your one who's going to be your two and they didn't really they didn't obviously didn't have a set order then but he was talking about how Jimenez has had kind of maybe not necessarily come out of nowhere but to kind of turn some heads in the preseason he's like yeah Jimenez he might he might find himself in our rotation a little bit and what we saw tonight, I mean, do they, I don't know, I don't know, it, it would be, like, I don't think they have any bet, like, many better pitchers than him, because yeah. he was throwing his fastball for a strike, he was throwing his off-speed for a yeah. strike, and yeah, he looked good.
0: I think we, did we even mention what the final was? Five to three? Five to three, yeah, just in case. <laughs> just <laughs> just in, case in case you didn't know, it was five to five three. Five to three, it was five to one, entering entering the final, uh, the final inning, and Bullard came back with a couple runs, but uh, left him stranded. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I think Austin that um, Clovis North is is going to be you know right there in the thick of things when they play Buchanan. I think that's going to be it's going to be a great a great week of baseball. Well, they have a great week coming up because they play Clovis West. Oh yeah, who also won tonight uh-huh. to
1: move to nine and two and one. Yeah, um, so they got they got Clovis West three times next week, and that's going to tell us a lot about kind of the upper echelon of the track when it when it comes to sorting those teams out because I think. I think it's Buchanan and North and West kind of in their own yeah. tier, if we want to say that, in the track this year. Yeah. Um, so them getting it right right going next week is going to tell us a whole lot.
0: Well, I don't see a sweep. I don't see a 3-0 right. from either school. So, I mean, someone's going to go 2-1. and one. So, yeah, they'll, that's something to definitely look forward to. And I, too, wanted to talk a little bit more about, about Coach Bennett and his legacy and, you know, obviously, Austin, we're, we're from a couple different generations. Um, and, uh, you know, one reason why I know we're from a couple different generations is because we're talking about your wedding and what your wedding is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned at my wedding that I had a slideshow and you and Julia Lopez from KC24 looked at me like I was from a different planet. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with a slideshow have, at your yeah. wedding? I don't think and,
1: uh, the misses would... If I came home tonight and I was like, hey, we're going to do a slideshow at the wedding, I don't think uh, she'd be very receptive of that.
0: Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) shows are different generations right there. So, I don't know. We went with slideshows this generation right now. No slideshows. But let's talk about Coach Bennett. So. I've mentioned too uh, on the podcast with Coach Noel that that 1988 team is my favorite Fresno State baseball team of all time, and then obviously the the '91 team with Bobby Jones and Coach Noel was also on that team um, was was a great team that made the College World Series. But when you talk about legends and you talk about just a personality um, that you know is just infectious, and and everybody loves him, and, and you can get great sound bites from Coach Bennett. Um, you know, I went to a couple of coaching clinics with Coach Bennett, and his stories the way he could tell a story was i mean he was riveting uh, I remember it was it was a pitching clinic I was going over pitching and and he just was making fun of those goofy left handed pitchers that would throw eighty two miles an hour and seemed to always beat Fresno State back in the day and he would imitate those guys, he turned his hat sideways and say, yeah hey, look i 'm a lefty look, I could throw weird pitches you know and it was just it was so entertaining. Um, I know all the, the you know, ex president State baseball players that played for him absolutely loved him. They called him Bullet Bob um, because he would fungo so hard at those guys. Um, you know, you think of, like, Major League. in mean, the movie Major League, when they're hitting fungos through the third baseman, he comes back mm-hmm. and he's got bruises all over his I know the that side. reference, so at least. Good for you. Yeah, awesome. I know that reference. That I mean, movie came out in the 80s, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. I'm happy for you. Um, but, yeah, when, whenever you talk to players, you know that played for coach Bennett they just they got raving things to say about him obviously he's produced multiple dozens of major league baseball players um you know it was a baseball major league baseball factory for a while there so those are those are just a few of my memories of of coach Bennett as well so it was nice in this COVID era because I don't think Fresno State's had an opportunity um to honor him since he passed away in, on May 31st of last year so they haven't had a chance and I'm sure they got something great planned obviously they've named the, the stadium after him as well um, but yeah Austin um, what, what, do you, what do you remember or what are some stories you've heard of Coach Bennett or I know your dad obviously is a big baseball guy I don't know if, if they uh, you know ever had conversations but you know what do you know? Yeah I mean I just from my
1: age I don't know a ton. Just because in his heyday at Fresno State, it was before I was born, yeah. and then he kind of the the end for him at Fresno State when was when I was I don't know eight nine years old, so I don't remember a ton. Uh, my dad that, that has said before that his one of his biggest. Not necessarily regret, but he wishes he maybe he was offered a position on a staff way back when, and I'm talking maybe huh. mid 90s or late okay. 90s, somewhere in there, maybe even earlier than that. And he he just talked about how it would have been such a good opportunity to learn from a legend and stuff like that. But when it comes to specific stories, I again I just don't know a whole a whole lot, and I kind of just I learn every time that you talk about him or
0: like Andy Bogart
1: or anybody anytime. Yeah one of you guys mentions him and starts telling stories. That's where I kind of learn the most from him.
0: Well, another thing too, that that I hear about is go back to his fungo days is that he, they say that he could place the ball fungoing wherever he wanted to. And when he was doing infield drills for pop-ups out in the outfield, um, he he could place the ball just out of reach of mm-hmm. every different player judge knowing their speed and knowing you know how how good of a jump they can get and how good of a read yeah. he would just put it just on the outside just to make them dive and to time it better and, and all those different things so he was he was a math a master at the fungo and i'm sure coach pieto would have some stories oh, about sure. that as well that would have been fun to get into um but yeah just just a wonderful day um I'll give you guys another little bit of, of background i thought this was pretty fascinating so i got a, a call from clovis north athletic director Kobe Lindsay about this about this night how they're going to honor him um between games um actually his jeff Prieto's daughter throughout the first pitch that was fun i got a video of that and i tweeted that out um but yeah this was all in the download he mm-hmm. contacted all the major um, news stations around here and they were out here getting some good footage um so it was it was a total surprise. It was actually run by the parents. Um, you know, the jerseys are, are gonna be something that, that they'll remember for a long time as well. Bullard Bullard went all into, which was a nice gesture, and Jeff Prieto talks about that in the upcoming interview. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool seeing Bullards dug out as well with those with those number twenty six out there. So yeah.
1: yeah, just a great night. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't wanna I don't wanna move on too much from Bennett. But I think we should mention a couple other right. North Broncos that it. had some good games. We, we kind of teased the freshman earlier today, or earlier in this podcast, Jaden Hurdle. He uh, closed the game out with a final out, but he also had a couple knocks at the plate. And he's, he's a nice-looking freshman who, mm-hmm. uh, again, another guy at the beginning of the season when I was talking to Prieto, he did, like, said, oh, like this guy, he looks like he belongs out here. And you hear that, and you're like, oh, yeah, I bet. He's a freshman. What is he? Yeah. What is he, 120 pounds? But, no, you <laughs> come out here, and he, he sw- he's hitting two in the order. He was swinging hard, and...
0: He has like he has a lot of awareness, and he definitely looks like he belongs out well, there. Well, the, a play that stood out to me defensively is that it was a two to one game, and there was a runner in scoring position. Actually, it was pro- I think at third base. There was a ground ball, it was fairly routine, but um, you know it's kind of up the middle, and came and charged it. But I mean, he did it like he's done it before. You know, just yeah. came up, picked it, boom, threw it, no yep. problem, no hesitation. So yeah, yeah.
1: and then. Um, another guy we should mention had a couple of knocks was Chase Pominville for Clovis North he had a double I think in the second inning and then had another single later on and a guy where kind of offense was a little hard to come by for both teams the second game there was yeah. only I think five hits for Clovis North and maybe three or four for Bullard he had a couple of knocks to go with hurdle and those were pretty much the two guys who carried that that offensive lineup tonight
0: yeah so so a good win for Clovis North again they're going to be playing Clovis West starting next week. When the league starts off So Yeah, enough about us We This is the first time That, that we've tried something like this Where I, I talk to uh, A coach after a game And we're going to insert this Into the podcast uh, Again, thank you guys For, for listening And supporting us uh, Follow me If you haven't already At Paul Metters On Twitter At A Underscore Underscore Kemp For Austin For, for all the good baseball stuff And stuff that goes on In the track And you know, basketball is starting to get into league in 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 a few uh, in a few weeks as well, and um, you know, keeping track of softball. So we also want to thank First String Sports for their sponsorship and the Field House. Thank you guys for for helping us out there. So, yeah, without further ado, Austin, I think uh, I think the people want to hear from Coach Prieto. Yep, let's give it to him. All right. We're here with Clovis North Coach Jeff Prieto. After man, an emotional. Day. I, I would I would think for you, you obviously had two baseball games. You had a doubleheader scheduled for Bullard. Second game they come out and surprise you with, with honoring your granddad. So I mean just talk about talk about that moment when you found all this stuff out and you looked up in the stands, I heard you talk about how you saw your family members, and you're like, What's going on here?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I never look in the stands at all, but in extra innings, I went to talk to our on-deck hitter just to walk him through the situation, what could be coming up, and I just happened to look right past him, and I saw some family members that don't typically come to our games, and I didn't really, I just kind of popped in my head, that's weird, you know, I, you don't usually see hit them here, and then it was back to the situation. Um, And then, you know, we ended up dropping a tough one and then it was a scramble to get back in and get lineups done for the next game and everything else So it's always rushed no matter what because we're trying to go 30 minutes from the from the last pitch of game one And I'm sitting in the dugout going talking with the coaches about lineup and scrambling to write them out And then all of a sudden I I peek up and we've got administrators in the dugout and there's news cameras in the dugout And I had no idea what was going on. You know, I had no idea it was coming and some of our parents put it together and they were in the dugout and they, they said, hey, we need to show you something out front. And they took me to the front of the ballpark and they did a really nice sign, you know, saying today's Bob Bennett Day. We made these shirts. Both teams are going to wear them, which was special. Um, and then came back in and they told me where there's going to be a ceremony and and they're going to say a few words and there's friends and family of your granddad. and yeah you know, friends of my granddad and yeah. our family up there. Um, and then Morgan was throwing out the first pitch. So um, luckily, we got everything done and we got the game done on time, but it was a nice, it was a nice gesture by our parents, our community, um, and everybody else. and it, it was it was special to our family.
0: And you know, are you? Are you going to be able to reflect on this later? Has it, has it hit you kind of what, on, what went on tonight, you know, with, with the meaning of it? Is it going to hit you when you're driving home? Like, oh, that was a cool moment.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I'll have a little bit more time to soak it in and enjoy it. You know, like I said, I was just worried about getting to game two and, and worried <laughs> yeah. about getting our guys in the right mindset to win a ball game. And uh, I just talked to him briefly after the ceremony. I took I had taken him out and, and said, hey, this is what's going on. And um, – this is a nice deal it's great for my family but as soon as it's done we got a we got a ball game to worry about winning and and came back to the dugout and had a few of the guys come up to me individually and just say hey we want you to know this is for you this is for your granddad and that that was special
0: and and you guys came out and won that second ball game you dropped that first one six to five and in extras kind of heartbreaking guys came back uh, uh you know didn't work out but that second game you had a kid uh jimenez He came in and, yeah, he proved something to you tonight. He did.
2: He did. You know, going into that last inning, I think he'd only given up two hits and kept guys off balance and really battled and and bowed his neck in some tough situations and worked himself out of some jams. And he really did a a great job. He looked good tonight. I was proud of him for that.
0: And, uh, you know, you – like you mentioned earlier, too, you, you guys had lost that 9 nothing game at Chick Chancy to these guys, and then, and then you dropped that other one. So, you know, you, do, you got the momentum now going into league. So talk about, you know, this ball club and,
2: and what you see with this club and what you like. It is. It's great momentum rolling into conference. That's, that's the big thing. And I tried to schedule, you know, a quality team like that to play right before conference because you know, you want to play that caliber of team that we're going to see day in and day out. So playing them three times this year was really good for us. That's a good ball club. I mean, up and down the lineup, they can do different things. They can swing it. They're good on the bases. Um, they've got four or five quality guys on the mound that throw strikes and get after it. Um, so it was good to play guys like that and come out with a win rolling into Clovis West next week.
0: And what do you look, what do you, what do you see how league is going to unfold this year? You know, obviously the track is one of the toughest conferences in California. Always is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This year obviously is going to be a little bit different with the three games in a week. So you're going to have to plan out your pitching a little bit and be strategic with how you're going to use your bullpen, who you're going to start when that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to that part of it. It's going to make for some fun, exciting games.
0: And uh, going back to Coach Bennett, I know you played for him at Fresno State as well. what are What are some fond memories that you have of playing for him and then and then afterwards, I know you converse with him after after games, and you know you got a lot of those great memories with him. so what are what are some fond times that you
2: have with coach? Well, you know, it starts from as far back as I can remember as a little kid, just growing up at Biden Field. Um, I, I'd be in the dugout for games. If I wasn't, I'd be up top sitting with my parents in the box seats. And then as soon as the game was over, I was always back down with my granddad and we'd go up to the press box and I'd sit there while he did his post game interviews yeah. and, I tried to spend the night at his house as many times as I could <laughs> on Friday nights and Saturday nights after games because I like I lived at that ballpark. Yeah. You know, I'd spend the night there and ride with him the next day and be out there taking ground balls and playing catch with guys and you know the '88 team and all mm-hmm. those teams like that, being mm-hmm. around them. So uh, that that's going back that far. That's what those, those are some great memories. And then, obviously, to be able to play for him, you know, for, for four years and, and build relationships with all the great players that we had there. And that's the thing about Bulldog baseball and all the guys he coached in the 34 years, it's like a family. Yeah. You know, I run into guys like Fernie Garcia was was the tournament director at Clovis North for the Easter Classic, and he was in our dugout. And that's like family. Yeah. You know, anytime I'm around those guys, we play Pete, Delaney's at Memorial, and Chris Falco. Mm. So whenever I'm around any of those old dogs, it's it's like – being with my uncles yeah that's what it feels like you know so it it was a great time there we had we had a good run um a lot of great coaches i got to play for there so nothing but fond memories yeah
0: all right well jeff thanks for taking the time and yeah what a great great day this was and uh i know that he meant a lot to you he sure did he meant a lot to the valley and the the jerseys is something you're probably going to keep for a
2: long time and yes i am yeah yeah i appreciate it yeah all right thanks paul you bet all right